I don't know about you, but sometimes I get skeptical. Anybody else get skeptical on occasion? Sometime, maybe, a little skeptical. You know who I get skeptical of? TV preachers. And that may sound strange, right? Considering I'm a preacher who appears on screens. Some people are watching me on a TV right now. Hello, poor people who have to do that. I get, I get skeptical of like TV preachers who do healings, like healing preachers. You know what I mean? Like, they're really, really, really real, you know? Especially TV preachers who do healings, who live in mansions and fly around in private jets. You know, I get skeptical. I'm not saying that God can't do that. I'm not saying that God can't move and work and heal people in that way. But I, uh, I take a step back and I feel a little skeptical. Anybody else? Am I just the only one? And, okay, I'm not the only one. Or how many of you at home are raising your hands right now? Hmm, yeah. You know, and, and I think, we, I think someti- sometimes um, we get so cynical and skeptical that we almost discount what God can do. We discount what God is capable of doing. We discount what God might be able to do. Can God heal? Of course he can. God can do anything. Does God heal through TV preachers? He sure can. Maybe he has. Maybe he still does. But I think there's a skeptical side of us that kind of bleeds over into our faith and and almost makes us doubt God's ability to heal. Well, tonight... We are going to continue on in our series called The Names of God. And this series, Names of God, is all about Old Testament names that that are attributed to God. Uh, And we started this a couple weeks ago as we began a year in the Old Testament. So this entire year, we are spending it in the Old Testament. And and getting back to what I call the Bible Jesus read. It's a book by Philip Yancey called The Bible That Jesus Read. And it was his Bible, the Old Testament. And so we're getting back to seeing how we can see Jesus in the Old Testament. And we're starting by studying names of God. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about El Shaddai, which was the name of God that means God Almighty. Last week, we talked about God's personal name, Yahweh. And uh, in the King James Version, it says Jehovah. But as we talked about last week, uh, there's no actual name Jehovah in the Hebrew language. Uh, It was a kind of a a mistranslation uh, where they took the name Yahweh and the vowels from Adonai and combined them together and came up with Jehovah. So is there anything wrong with saying Jehovah? No, we know who you're talking about. God knows that you're talking to him. But the more accurate personal name of God is Yahweh. And so tonight, we're going to look at this name, this next name of God, Yahweh Rapha. And it means the Lord who heals. The Lord who heals. Now, if you uh, have your GFCC app handy, um, if you got your phone, you can pull out the GFCC app and uh, go to the sermon notes page, the sermon notes part. Uh, If you are tuned in online and you had the app open earlier uh, and you haven't gotten the updated sermon notes yet, just refresh the app and you can get the sermon notes from tonight. Uh, So 
We're going to start with the very first mention of this name of God in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. And now let me take, set the scene for you here. Moses and the children of Israel have escaped Egypt after the ten, 10 plagues. And so they are going through, they went through the Red Sea on dry ground. Uh, they got to a place called Mara, M-A-R-A-H. They get to this place, Mara, in Exodus 15. And Mara means bitter. And the reason it's called that is because the waters at Mara were bitter. And the people couldn't drink the water because it was so bitter. And so God showed Moses a stick, said, take this stick, put it in the water, and the water will become drinkable. And sure enough, Moses takes the stick, puts it in the water, water becomes drinkable. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, God says this to his people. If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees... I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Like we said last week, if ever you see the word Lord in all capital letters in the Old Testament, it is referring to that personal name of God, Yahweh. And so when he says, I am the Lord, I am Yahweh who heals you, I am Yahweh Rapha. So what does that word Rapha mean? We know what Yahweh is. That is the personal name of God. But what does the word Rapha mean? And the word Rapha, it looks like this in the, in the Hebrew. It means to heal or to restore. To heal or to restore. And so what we see is that God, Yahweh, is a God who heals us. A God who restores us. And we can see this throughout the Old Testament, places where this word Rapha, this Yahweh Rapha, appears. One of my favorites is in Psalm 103. And it's a Psalm of David. In the first five verses, this is what David wrote. He said, praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And so what are the benefits of God, of knowing God? Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. The Lord, Yahweh, Rapha, heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I love that passage of scripture, Psalm 103, verse 1 through 5. I love that passage of scripture because it talks about the benefits of knowing God. That he forgives all your sins. Stop right there. Is there any greater promise of God to forgive all of our sins? Every single one of them forgiven through Jesus Christ. All of our sins are forgiven. If you've ever been in a situation, if you've ever been in a relationship where you've wronged somebody... And if you're a human being, you probably have. You've probably said the wrong thing, done the wrong thing. You know, uh, said the, if you're a husband, you've definitely said the wrong thing. All right? Let's just put it that way. And so when you're in a relationship with somebody and you say the wrong thing or you do the wrong thing and you hurt somebody else, you hurt their feelings, you know, it, it, it leaves you feeling guilty. It, it leaves, you, leaves you feeling full of shame. 
And the same thing goes in our relationship with God. That in our relationship with God, we do the wrong things. We disobey God or we don't do the things he tells us to do or we do the things that he tells us not to do. And it feels this, leaves us feeling guilty and full of shame. Like, why do I keep doing these stupid things? And why do I keep messing up in this way? Why do I keep sinning? And, and we're filled with, gr- with guilt and shame. And the devil loves that. He comes along and just whispers in your ear, you're no good. You're just a terrible sinner and you're awful. And God could never love you and God could never forgive you. But what does Psalm 103 say? He is the Lord who forgives all your sins. And when you hear those words, you are forgiven. All that guilt, all that shame just goes away. It's like a a burden is lifted off of you. This, This heavy burden of guilt, this heavy burden of shame is just taken away. And you hear those words, you're forgiven. I'm not going to hold it against you anymore. I forgive you. And that's what God does. He forgives all your sins. He heals all your diseases. Yahweh Rapha heals all your diseases. He can heal you of anything. He redeems your life from the pit. He pulls you out of the pit. How many times do you feel like you're in the pits? He redeems you from the pit. He pulls you from the pit. He crowns you with love and compassion. He crowns you with a crown of love and compassion that God crowns your head with love and compassion. Compassion is a wonderful word. And he feels what we feel. He hurts when we hurt. He loves us so much that he hurts when we hurt. If you are hurting tonight, whether you're watching online or here in the worship center, if you are hurting tonight, I want you to know that God hurts with you because he is a compassionate God. He feels your pain. He feels your hurt. And he is compassionate toward you. He heals your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with love and compassion. He satisfies your desires with good things. Satisfies your desires with good things. That God looks at you and says, I got good things in store for you. I have good things in store for you. How great is that? Like, so here's, here's just, just a suggestion. Get a big post-it note and write down those things from Psalm 103 and just stick it to your mirror. So tomorrow morning when you wake up, you see those things, the benefits of knowing God. He forgives all your sins. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with love and compassion. He satisfies your desires with good things. And he renews your strength like the eagle. Oh, that's so good. But wait, there's more. There's more. There's more verses. Psalm 147 verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. That if you're brokenhearted, Yahweh Rapha can heal your broken heart. Yahweh Rapha is the Lord who heals you. Isaiah chapter 57 verses 18 and 19. So let me tell you a little bit about the prophet Isaiah. Prophet Isaiah prophesied to the Jews living in Judah and in Israel. The the nation of Israel was divided into two kingdoms under Solomon's sons. And they were wicked and they did terrible things. And they worshipped idols and they did all kinds of awful stuff. And their kingdom was broken up between Judah in the south and Israel in the north. And Judah was where Jerusalem was. And God was sick and tired of, of the idolatry 
idolatry of his people and them turning their backs on him and disobeying him. And God said, I, I got to discipline my people. And here's the thing. Discipline's never pleasant. And, and God disciplines, but God disciplines those he loves. And because he loves us, he disciplines us. When we get off track, he pulls us back in line. And, I, and Israel had gotten off track. And Israel had disobeyed God. And God said, I have to discipline my people. And it hurts God to discipline his people, but he loves us too much uh, to let us continue down a path of destruction. And that's where Israel was headed. And so God said, I'm going to send in the Babylonians. And the Babylonians are going to come into Judah, and they're going to conquer Jerusalem, and they're going to conquer Judah, and they're going to carry off my people into exile. And it breaks my heart. But I want you to know, Israel, I want you to know, Judah, I'm going to reserve, uh, I'm going to preserve a remnant. I'm going to send you back. I'm going to restore you to your land. And this is what he says. In Isaiah 57, 17, 18, and 19, I have seen their ways, talking about his own people. He has seen the wicked things that they have done, but I will heal them. I will restore them. I will guide them and restore comfort to Israel's mourners. He says, I will be creating praise on their lips. Peace, peace to those far and near, says the Lord, and I will heal them. That even after punishment, even after discipline, God says, I will heal them. In Isaiah 30, verse 26, God said this, the moon will shine like the sun. This is when the people come back from Babylon. The moon will shine like the sun and the sunlight will be seven times brighter, like the light of seven full days that the sun is going to shine so bright when the Lord binds up the bruises of his people and heals the wounds he inflicted. That God is going to heal them in such a way, and it's going to be such a great day when God heals his people. It is such a glorious day when God heals his people that it will be like the sun is shining seven times brighter. And I'm telling you, on a day like today, when it is just snowy and miserable and cold and gloomy like it's been most of this month, I need seven times brighter sun. Anybody else here need seven times? Absolutely. God is the God who heals, the Lord who heals, Yahweh Rapha. The book of Jeremiah is another book of prophecy. The prophet Jeremiah was prophesying basically the same people Isaiah was. And this is what Jeremiah said, verse, chapter 30, verse 17, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord because you are called an outcast, Zion for whom no one cares. He's talking about Jerusalem and the people who live there. He says, I will heal you. I will heal your wounds. I will restore you to health. And we're not talking about physical health. We're talking about emotional health. We're talking about uh, the emotional pain of losing your home. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 22, he says, Return, O faithless sons, I will heal your faithlessness. See, God was comparing his people in Jeremiah chapter 3. He was comparing his people to a man who leaves his wife to go with a prostitute. And, and his faithfulness, faithlessness, that infidelity of that man, God was saying, this is what my people are doing to me. They are being faithless to me. They are, uh, in, their infidelity toward me is breaking my heart. 
And so God says, I am going to, uh, I'm going to send them far away. And, and the, the Babylonians are going to come in and the Assyrians are going to come in and they're going to conquer my people and they're going to be taken away. But I'm going to restore them. I'm going to bring them back and I'm going to heal them and I'm going to heal their faithlessness. That even when we are faithless toward God, even when we are faithless toward God, he still heals us and he forgives us and he restores us to a right relationship with himself. And the ultimate expression of his healing came in Jesus. Back to the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 5. God said this about Jesus. Isaiah prophesied about Jesus, said, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. By his wounds we are healed. It's called the atonement. That Jesus took our punishment on the cross. He took your place. He took my place. When he went to the cross and he suffered and he died, he atoned for our sin. He paid the price for our sins. And if you will put your faith and trust in Jesus, if you will believe in him and believe that he's the son of God, the savior of the world, if you will repent from your sins, and that means to turn away from sin and turn to God for forgiveness, a change of mind, a change of heart, a change of attitude toward God, if you will repent from your sinful ways and turn to God for forgiveness, if you will confess Jesus as as Savior and Lord, if you will get baptized, God is going to wash away all your sins and he's going to forgive you all your past. And he's going to cleanse you, your future. And he's going to give you the promise of eternal life in heaven with him. He is the God who heals And he can heal you. He is Yahweh Rapha. And I believe that there are three three ways that Yahweh Rapha can heal you. The first is this. Yahweh Rapha can heal your broken body. Yahweh Rapha can heal your broken body. Now, sometimes our bodies are broken. We We get ill We get sick, we get diseases, and God can heal those diseases. Sometimes it's not our bodies, but it's our minds. I told you before, I haven't said this for a long time, I haven't told you in a long time, but I I suffer from a mental illness. And no, it's not being a Green Bay Packers fan. (laughs) But I suffer from a mental illness. I was diagnosed with a mental illness 20 years ago. Next year, it was 19 years ago, I was diagnosed with a mental illness. And my, I'm thankful that, that God provided doctors with medicine to be able to treat my mental illness. And so I take my medicine every day like a good patient. And that's part of my healing process. Now, I know that my mind will never be completely healed until I step from this life into the next. And so maybe you know somebody who's got COVID and they're dealing with with illness right now. Maybe you know somebody who's got cancer and they're dealing with illness right now. Maybe you know someone who's got a disease like a hepatitis or, a, or they've got some kind of COPD in their lungs or emphysema in their lungs. 
Maybe they're recovering from COVID. Maybe they've got heart disease. And you're praying that God would heal them. But healing comes in two ways. Healing can come in this life. But that healing is only temporary. The ultimate healing that comes from Yahweh Rapha is in the next life. Where there is no more cancer. And there is no more COVID. And there is no more mental illness. And no more heart disease. And no more COPD. And no more emphysema. And no more blood disease. There is no more leukemia in heaven. And that's the ultimate healing that Yahweh Rapha will provide. Is that ultimate healing in heaven. Can Yahweh Rapha heal in this life? Absolutely. But it's only temporary. The ultimate healing comes when we step from this life into the next and into the arms of our Savior. Yahweh Rapha can heal your body. And if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, he will. Secondly, Yahweh Rapha can heal your broken heart. And maybe you're here tonight or maybe you're tuned in watching online and your heart is just broken. You're broken because you've got a wandering child. You're estranged from your children. You've got a broken heart because you're estranged from your spouse or a significant other. You're just at each other's throats all the times and you're not getting along and you're worried about what the next step may be. Maybe your heart's broken because you've lost somebody recently. Your heart is broken because the one that you loved is no longer with you. Maybe your heart is broken because someone you know is really, really sick and you don't know if they're going to make it. Your heart is broken. Maybe your heart is broken because you've experienced some other kind of loss. You lost your job because of COVID or you lost your home because of COVID. COVID has created so much loss in our world and so much loss in our lives. And our hearts are broken because of it. Our hearts are broken over COVID-19 and everything that it's cost us. And so maybe your heart is broken tonight. And I want to tell you that Yahweh Rapha can heal your broken heart. What does the Bible say? The Lord is close to the broken hearted. He heals broken hearts. He doesn't run away. He doesn't, he doesn't go somewhere else. He doesn't ignore you when you cry out to him. He doesn't forget about you. He doesn't forget about your broken heart. He sees it and he can heal it. He can bring healing in your relationship. He can bring healing in your heart. He can bring healing between you and your children or you and your parents. He can bring healing between you and your grandkids or your grandkids and your grandparents. He can bring healing between you and your spouse, between you and your significant other, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your fiance. He can bring healing into your heart if you'll let him. Yahweh Rapha can heal your broken heart. And finally, Yahweh Rapha can heal your broken soul. See, all of our souls are broken. Every single one of us has a broken soul. It's broken by sin. Sins that we commit when we do what we're not supposed to do. Sins that we, when we don't do what we are supposed to do. Our souls are broken. 
Our souls are broken. But Jesus came to heal our broken souls, to restore us to a right relationship with God so that we don't have to live as enemies of God any longer. We don't have to live as enemies of God at all. No, Jesus came to be your friend. The Bible says they they accused Jesus of being a friend of sinners, and he never denied the charge. Jesus is a friend of sinners. He's my friend, and he wants to be your friend too. My friends, there's a lot of brokenness in our world. Broken bodies, broken hearts, broken minds, broken souls. But Yahweh Rapha, the Lord who heals, wants to be your healer. Will you let him? Will you let him heal your broken body, your broken heart, your broken soul? If you will open up your life to him, if you will come to him in faith, if you will believe and not be skeptical, he's not riding around in a private jet. He's not living in a mansion up on a hill. No, Yahweh Rapha, the Lord who heals, is right here with you.